At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Welcome to Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast. Hey, it's JD here, back for another week of standing in the on-deck circle, swinging three bats that are the catalog of Seminole Indie Rock Band Pavement, looking to... Oh, fuck it. (laughs) Uh, Hit a home run? I don't know. Something like that. Uh, Hey, so this is like an emergency meeting Malcolmus. There, I'm so fucking sensitive of how I say his last name now. Cripes all Friday. Um, Gemini Cricket. So uh, I'm headed to the L.A. show. This is uh, good news. Um, I'm going to meet Tim from Portland. We're going to have some drinks, hopefully. Watch some pavement music. and uh, And then just have our minds blown. You know, uh, really looking forward to that show. So there's that. I, 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 this is an emergency meeting. Okay. This is an emergency episode because basically I just came across, um, I just came across the Dutch television program in its entirety Uh, which the theme of the episode was making, writing a song with pavement. And so there are interstitial, if you haven't seen it before, there are six sort of chapters and each chapter is another layer to the songwriting process. And uh, the blanks are filled in by Mark and Spiral and Steve and uh, like SM. Uh, two Steves in the band. Jesus Christ. Uh, I said, Steve, I would have said Westy if it was Westy. So that's, uh, that's, that's how my brain works anyway. Anyway. So what I did is I just converted it to audio, uh, because when I watched it, I flipped away a few times just surfing the internet and it worked. Uh, I thought it worked as an audio medium. Um, like, uh, obviously go to YouTube and track it down, uh, to watch. Cause there's some moments that are, are really quite great, but you get the gist of it from the episode. And you also finally get to hear the complete version of Preston school of industry. What I'm going to do for bonus feed subscribers is I am going to uh, isolate the Preston School of Industry song and make it an MP3 so you have just the Preston School of Industry song that you can throw into your music player of, of choice. I, I guess most people use Spotify right now, but I, I still use Apple. Uh, uh, so, um, you know, I can just take the song and, and put it in my library and then listen the fuck out of it uh, just as a song. 
And, uh, you know, for the two bucks a month, it's worth it for that. Otherwise, for you bonus feed subscribers, and there's still, you know, quite a few of you, and I feel bad because I've done no bonus feed content. Uh, I'm uh, Things are turning a corner right now. Uh, it's a very interesting corner. Uh, I, I don't know how to, you know, expand on it much more than that. Um, turning an interesting corner, you know. Uh, yeah, so uh, I'll say that. Uh, I'm all over the place here. The other thing uh, I want to mention in this episode, uh, so that I'm not doing another episode, because you guys are like, fuck, dude, you ended the show. Stop talking at me. You know, if 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 you, if, if that's the case, <laughs> don't subscribe to the bonus feed, because <laughs> there'll be more. <laughs> um, uh, if... if uh, if that isn't the case, though, <laughs> and you are cool, uh, I wanted to say I want to arrange uh, a get together in Porto um, for anybody who is a fan of pavement and has, you know, the Venn diagram. You are a fan of pavement and you've listened to this show. Um, then maybe you want to get together and have some drinks before. Uh, you head back into the concert on the Saturday. So it would be the Saturday after Pavement plays. Um, so we have something to talk about in case it's all fucking totally awkward and we're all like, uh, I don't know what to say because uh, I'm awkward and I have social anxiety and my needs aren't being met by my medication. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? That's, by the way, that was me that I was talking about there. Um, what else have I got for you? Okay, I wanted to talk about, I wanted to talk about, oh, uh, just on Twitter today, um, somebody said you uh, that I didn't mention how the, how the meeting came to be. Uh, and, and honestly, uh, I got a fucking DM in my, in my Twitter. I got a DM in my Twitter from SM and you know, he was like, uh, we should put a bow on, on your show. Uh, he was very gracious. Now he said in the episode that several people, uh, sort of, uh, nudged him on Twitter as well. So if you were one of those people that nudged him on Twitter to, to, uh, to meet me, um, well, that's just fucking great of you. That, you made that happen. You were the one that made that happen because I had reached out. Uh, I had reached out like on Twitter a couple of times, probably like more than a couple of times. Probably it was obnoxious. Probably I'm a total fucking spaz. Uh, anyway, um, uh, shit. Uh, I'm losing my train of thought here as, 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 the, uh, as the vapor in my lungs is being distributed throughout my body and particularly to the brain section, uh, I am enjoying myself. Let's just say that. So yeah, I wanted to talk about, uh, I wanted to talk about how I met him. I wanted to talk about, uh, this fucking crazy Dutch TV show that I just watched that is really quite bonkers. Uh, if you, if again, if you, if you watch it and, um, listen to it first, 
because uh, you should listen to the whole episode. Um, if, if you listen to it, um, if you watch it rather, turn on the closed caption uh, and just read how fucked the closed captions are. They are like at first I thought it was all going to be dubbed in in um, it wouldn't be Dutch. What would it be? Is it Dutch? Yeah, Dutch, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's the language. I don't think Dutch is a language. Is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, there's one country where the language of the country isn't, I don't know. I don't, whoa. Wow. I'm in a black hole, folks. Uh, I'm a, there's an event horizon happening right in front of my face. And it's partially melting off. And that's okay. Because, you know, faces are overrated. And uh, so are um, a lot of other things. Hey, if you're new listening to this, or you haven't done one of those uh, Apple reviews, uh, do that. That would be really cool. Uh, that would be really great. I, I love I love hearing from you. Send me an email if you don't want to do that. JD at meetingmalchemist.com. JD at meetingmalchemist.com. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got for you. We're going to listen to some pavement songs. We're going to listen to this whack-ass Dutch TV show, and we're going to get Preston School of Industry, and it's going to go out on the bonus feed as a straight MP3. Uh, so there's that. Hope you enjoy it. This is, what's it called? Let me call uh, It's called, oh, man. It's like Lauda, Lauda Music. Lauda, L-O-D-A Music. A pavement songwriting course on Medium Alchemist. A pavement podcast. In Lola da Musica krijgt u les van pavement. De manier waarop deze Amerikaanse groep liedjes schrijft, heeft momenteel veel navolging. Daarom welkom in The Pavement School of Songwriting. Because uh, Dutch television station has asked us to write a song, um, show you the process of creating a song, um, and that's about it.
have a feel that it seems like somebody's put like uh, a lot of effort into doing some good um, songwriting I think but there's a sort of a playfulness uh, involved in it which I think is definitely the playfulness is definitely a part of the what I would call the pavement spirit but um, um, uh, in that playfulness can be in the lyrics uh, uh, at times and sometimes it can it can be in the song in the actual structure of the songs well, we have some kind of sing-alongs that I think are rather like childlike or nursery rhyme-esque. Can you give examples? Well... Name titles? Well, like you could say the Shady Lane song is just like na 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 It's pretty... Well, you don't sing it very inspired at this moment. I mean, when no, I hear well, it I'm on saying the record... That, well, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. The song, but I'm saying when you, if you take it down to its nursery rhyme brattiness, it's really kind of like nye, 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 nye. but you sing it nice with a, a good like indie boy voice or whatever, and it, it's, it's endearing. these weird different tunings you know like almost like blues tunings that we use and I think it it creates this different sound this different tone or whatever that makes it is it dissonant it's not dissonant no I don't think so not in sonic youth terms or whatever but it's it's more like dissonant in pop terms where it's it's pleasing to the ear you know a little more how does it go, uh, the process of songwriting within the pavement? Who comes up with uh, the initial idea? Professor Malkmus, <laughs> basically. I mean, he writes, he writes most of the songs. I mean, that's what he, he does uh, when he's um, at home. 
It's often good to, uh, when you start a uh, um, rehearsal or a jam, you kind of, like um, they say jam, you just kind of try to get loose. So you just play some whatever's coming to your mind. Now you know that might not turn into a song, but it's you're getting loose, and that's important to get loose. Get Let your mind loose. flow. You gotta get there. Because otherwise you can be uptight. We don't want... Your songwriting thing shouldn't be like a, you know, a secretary's dictation or very precise. You're looking for something beyond, beyond the rational. Looseness is something that you know people try for now in um, the music uh, business. It seems like someone like Cheryl Crow, her first album or something, was like billed as a late night jam session, really loose and fun. But it's it's really these click track pop songs that's you know aching to get on the radio, and every move's calculated. Um, and with us. Um, it's just not that way, really. I guess we, we, we do have some strategies that we use, I guess, to keep it that way. There are strategies, which are to record quickly and um, to not completely plan out your songs or arrangements before you arrive on the site of the recording or, you know, a few hours before you're going to do the lyrics. Um, and to record a lot of songs that don't get released or <clears throat> at least have six or seven. I think most bands do that, but just make sure you you have something to fall back on in that strategy because needless to say, it could backfire and you've wasted all the studio time. You just weren't feeling good that couple of weeks or the, the 12 songs you had in your head didn't come out, you know, you didn't think well enough to make them great songs. So. I don't know, you know, what you can say is your natural just uh, freedom of personality and, and what you've, you've, strategies you've used, I guess. They tend to wiggle when they walk. The infrastructure rots and the owners hate the jocks. With their agents and their dates If the signature's a check You'll just have to wait Well, counting up the instance that we saved Tired nation so depraved From the cheap CC of slave To the camera it took a giant ramrod To raise a demon settlement But I hold silver
how did it get so high? I wonder if he speaks like an ordinary guy. I know him, and he does. You're my fact checking cuz. <laughs> something catchy sometimes this happens someone in the band brings a a riff that's catchy and they drop it a good thing to do if you're in a band and you have something catchy is just to uh, drop it in like kind of like you're just doing it for fun and then people overhear it and that's kind of what happened right there if they're listening that's beautiful things on the guitar I mean it's very basic you know you don't for one thing we don't know really how to play guitars great so I think that's an advantage you know it's an advantage but all these I kids so. are practicing yeah don't practice don't practice it'll help you listen to records and you know um, what you do now okay so we've got you've established that you like the riff this is riff-based writing, by the way, what we're doing today. Um, what we call riff-based writing, that means that you're playing off the guitar, something catchy off the guitar that you feel, well, you always like to play, um, you know, and so you've decided, I'm gonna build a song around the riff. Uh, the Stones, the Rolling Stones are a famous um, riff-based band, you know, like, like you get the feeling that Keith Richards came up with that first before the rest of Brown Sugar. Um, so that's what we've done here, essentially. Scott is our Keith Richards. He's come up with the riff of the day. I thought that the psychedelic song was special too, but it's too genre-based. This is more of just kind of pop, which is, uh, I think, what you might want to try to write. Um, at home? Well, not at home. I mean, just so your friends will like you more, you know, because more people like pop than like garage rock, so.
Yeah, you have to be a little more focused. The more people you play to, you have to be a little more... You know, you can't screw around as much. You can't look whatever, you know, you can't be like the replacements every night, you know, so. What does that mean, be like the replacements every night? Well, the band, the replacements, you know them, they used to always, they'd play like maybe four bars of the song and just like, oh, whatever, you know. And go then on they to got the next drunk song. and yeah. fucked everything up. Well, that was, yeah, that was kind of like our whole, when we first started, maybe. We were a lot like the replacements. I get nervous every time that we play, um, but I get get into sort of a uh, a little um, groove, <laughs> and uh, I kind of maintain that through the show. I mean, I could probably get um, even looser than I am, but I, I'm you know I, I do have there's a sense of responsibility when I'm up there. You know, I feel like I have to play my notes. I want to play my notes right. step outside to a certain amount and kind of like think well that's the singer of the band and I just like I see this other person down there it's like of course it's me but I managed to just like say oh that's the singer you know whenever I sing I think well what's a singer supposed to do not what I'm supposed to do does that you mean know? you have like um, is that an alter ego well no I'm not sure it's that that's the case because uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's still you. I mean, you're thinking about that singer. It's just probably how most people imagine themselves when they think about themselves. I mean, 
just when, you know, you wake up in the morning and say, what kind of person am I? Okay, I'm kind of like this and that. I'm going to be, you know, what did I do yesterday? I was mean to this person. I'm going to be nice today, you know, and like, I'm not going to say any negative things today. I'm going to be positive or whatever. And, and, you know, I'm a pretty good person or whatever. Well, <laughs> trying to stay sane. Well, that's kind of the singing is the same way you think of the singer. Well, what kind of person is he? And, but I guess it's you too, you know, it's, you kind of create a, a, uh, a world for them. Um, and so the lyrics, they just kind of, they come out of just your imagined, what you're imagining is, uh, what a singer, a cool singer would sing, you know? Yeah, let's just no, do that. Okay. But you sing it. What's the chorus though? I, I Make up a new mountain. My melody's too catchy. I don't know. Uh, your melody's pretty good. I don't Mine's know. Mine's pure chorus, pop. Chorus just uh, D. Yeah, I'll just keep on doing the coffee shop stuff. You sing it though, because my singing's it's not appropriate, and it's your song. It's hard. You don't want to sing another person's song. I like when you sing my songs. Yeah, because you don't have to sing. part I suppose the actual recording of records is very rewarding um, in an emotional sense and uh, other than that just it kind of replaces your gen you're just it's something to do like overall like um, in the whole scheme of things when you're <clears throat> you don't know what your purpose is or something and you're kind of like afraid about the future, this kind of gives you something to say, okay, I'm doing this. So, you know, it's basically just good for your ego, I guess. Hello, welcome back. It looks like we've got a finished version on our hands here of the song, and we hope you like it. Sail the 
Next week we'll be doing, um, yeah, how to manufacture your own single. How to get on the top of the Dutch Pops. Which I don't know what that is. Is there any such thing? <laughs> right. That's how it ends. That's the end. Uh, pretty fucking good, right? Um, if you haven't watched that whole show before or haven't listened to it before, you know, uh, there you go. Uh, I don't know how this came into my, I don't recall how I saw this, whether it was on Twitter today or whether it was on, um, Instagram or one of those social media things. 
one of those places is where I saw it, but I feel like it was in my notifications when I woke up this morning. Either that or I dreamed of this. Or did one of you send this to me? Uh, I didn't get it in an email or a DM. Um, I don't know. Anyway, there it is. So to recap the important things of this episode, uh, going to LA, going to see the band at the warm-up show. Really excited about what I'm seeing on Instagram that Spiral is posting and uh, SM's wife has posted a few things as well. Uh, they look like they're having fun. And the set lists that you can see look really good. Uh, or not the set list, rather, but the rehearsal lists. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm amped. I'm fucking amped. Uh, bonus feed people, uh, don't adjust your dial. Um, content is forthcoming, including today there will be a version of Preston School of Industry just for you. And uh, what else? Um, Porto, uh, do we want to do a meetup? Uh, that would be lovely. Send me an email, jd at mediumalchemist.com. That's what I got for you this week. I hope it's okay that I popped by and, and said hello. But now it's time to say goodbye. And so, as I always do, I wish you well. I hope that uh, you're taking good care of yourself and your families and friends are grinning ear to ear with every gesture you make, especially when you wash your goddamn hands. Talk to you next time. Peace out. Meeting Malcolmus, a pavement podcast, is a weekly affair. Connect with JD at JD at meetingmalchemist.com. Please support the pod by rating, reviewing, or sponsoring us at meetingmalchemist.com. And hey, I'm social. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at meetingmalchemist. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.